Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I issued a press release saying that they were buying hand sanitizers in bulk and masks. And my thing at the time was, what do they know that we don't know? They felt like the by this time it had ravaged China. It had started in Iran. And it was headed to Italy and Spain. They were just reporting like one or two isolated cases in another part of Italy. And I was like, what do they know that we don't know? If the FBI is going to buy hand sanitizers or masks, what do we, they know we don't know? Well, within a week, people started buying stuff because then the news media started reporting it. But we had we have leaders who are who were making fun of it and making it seem like it's not real. And now. You have a whole group of people, especially the most vulnerable, who are saying that this is not, this is just the flu. It is not just the flu. If it were just the flu, please heed the warning. So a couple of things happened overnight. By now, everybody knows Kevin Durant tested positive. He and other uh, uh, team members have tested positive. Here in the Metro Detroit area overnight, Chrysler had to shut down one of its plants. Workers walked off last night because they said a worker had tested positive and fear. They didn't feel that their facilities were doing enough to combat it. So this morning, again, they shut the plant down. So now they're in talk. they've been in talks with the UAW since yesterday to, uh, to remedy the situation by making sure that workers will be paid, but that if they do show up for work, then they're not going to be exposed to the virus. Similarly, the bus union want more uh, cleaning and sanitation supplies while they're running. They want more distancing between themselves and 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 passengers. And now the city says, well, we're not going to have any fares collected because we don't want passengers touching the driver. The drivers because that cross contamination has can happen. So for people who are saying, please, I'm asking you, call your seniors. Call your parents and grandparents and tell them that this is not a hoax and this is not a joke because they're sitting there thinking that this is something that they can't avoid, that this is just a flu and you will sweat it out and then when you sweat it out, it will go away. If you're sweating it out, then you obviously don't have the coronavirus because it does not make you sweat it out. You end up being very, very sick. Now, truthfully, 98% of the people who, who do get it do recover. But those are people who have no underlying health conditions. The reason they are talking to everyone is because folks with underlying health conditions, no matter what age you are, are most susceptible. Additionally, older folks are even more susceptible because your body just doesn't have enough immunity to fight it off. Right? So please call your, your, your parents, grandparents, great uncles, aunts, all your relatives, and tell them this is not something to play with. Start minimizing contact, have practice social distancing. People still don't know what that is, I see, right? People still are, are very crowded. Practice common sense things like if you have to take, I don't know who's taking public transportation in New York City and other major uh, areas nowadays. I think everybody is taking an Uber or driving, self-driving their cars, right? But 
uh, we all need to uh, make sure that we are we are mindful of these things. This is not a joke. This is not a fluke. When you see countries like Canada closing its borders, just a few minutes ago, the Detroit News is reporting that uh, America is closing our northern border. Right? So our northern border between us and Canada, we're closing that except for trade. Now, as you know, Canada is just like America, right? Right? The two economies are integrated. We just have different systems of government, right? So 75% of Canadian exports come to the U.S. 98% of Canada's oil exports come here. Canada gets their groceries from here. So truck drivers are driving. We know this because we live in Detroit and we are close to Canada. In fact, a lot of, I was told years ago that $9 billion in Canadian trade comes over the Detroit Bridge for 14 days. And some people in Canada are like, well, you know, we shouldn't do that because there are a lot of Americans who have it. We want to keep that option open so, if anything, both of we can go back and forth. So keep that option open, right? We ain't going to change nothing. We're the two economies that are, we're too integrated. And if anything, we have each other. That's just the way it is. It's the way geographically tough it was set down from the countries we're made geographically. We, we have to cooperate, right? And many of you are saying, mm-hmm, maybe we should do that with Mexico. That time is coming, too. You don't think so? That time is going to come, too. The same way we deal with Canada is eventually it's going to be the same way we have to deal with Mexico. Mexico will have to close their borders to other places, but they don't drag their feet. And they support American workers through this. Because here's the deal. In America today, unlike most other spaces in the world that ask people to stay home, those people had paid time off. And they leave. America has now created this gig economy where most people earn as you go. There are no benefits. There are no systems of support. It's a new reality in America because that's how American uh, corporations want America to be. They don't want Americans to feel secure that you can work and you can and they are responsible and they have to pay you out. American business owners don't want that. They want to get the work done, make as many much profit as they can, create laws and this kind of rugged individualism that promotes the idea of capitalism. The, the thing about it is that idea didn't work very well in the last century. Uh, people were more philanthropic. So they donated to organizations and they were mindful that of the fact that as corporate citizens, they were they had a part in the in the moral uh, fiber of the society, so they made sure that they supported workers. Today, everybody's a gig economy. It makes workers. I would say 70% of American workers do not get supported pay structures at home. So now they're telling everybody to work from home. But who are those reporters and executives? Right. Most people who are clerks and so on. Well. How are they going to work from home? If you earn 10 to $15, how are you going to work from home? Most people don't work from home, right? Restaurant workers are not being paid. So who is going to pay that? Well, that's where the feds come in. The feds now say they're going to give out checks. But when will those checks come? And are those checks the one-time payment? Are they going to pay people a check for a month, and then if this continues for another month, they make another payment. The government can't afford it, and they have to do something. Because when people don't have money, people are going to, they're going to find a way to, to riot. They're, they're going to start wondering where it will come from. 
Now, even people who have paid time off, you get, what, two to three weeks that most employers committed to, they'll pay you for four weeks. But what if this takes an additional four weeks? What is going to happen to people? Do you see what I mean? These are the questions that we have to answer. I read one report yesterday where the Treasury Secretary said that unemployment is going to be 20% by the time this is done. What? That's going to be mass chaos. I'm amazed that we don't see this. A, a, a report that uh, we based a story on this morning appeared in the Atlantic on February 28th that hypothesized at that point how would Americans stay home? Because most people don't get paid time off or sick leave. And whilst we are seeing stories of people saying, well, the kids are home and I'm working from home, but we have to look at sustainability. Maybe this is something for us to look at in the future. You know, I talk about economies of scale and implementing social programs and so on, and how difficult logistically it is because we have nearly 400 million people and we have more than 3 million square miles to take care of. But the truth of the matter is that at some point we're going to have to adjust our laws and adjust uh, the ways that we do business. We've been too casual. We've, we've, we've created an economy that supports business only and supports the interests of business but does not support the interests of work. Now we're seeing the effects of it because now we, we've been talking about it for some time. That's, that's why people said increase the minimum wage. Increasing the minimum wage will help people to live better. They'll be able to pay rent and have some sort of independent living and some lifestyle. We, what happened to us? We used to do that. Maybe that's why they hate the unions, because the unions brought the middle class over the forefront, because the unions said, no, nobody's going to work 60 hours a week without getting paid for it. 40-hour work with unions also said people should get paid time off, paid leave, vacation days. Do you remember all that? Those were the glory days when you could take a vacation day or two. I remember telling my kids that we used to get like 14 days, vacation days per year. So if you had a child who was sick, you could take a sick day and still get paid for it. They took all of those out and created this at-will workplace. At will means they can fire you whenever they want. So a lot of the very same people who are writing these briefs for congressmen and senators, they're at will too. They're not necessarily, they're not employed to the government. They're not attached to the government. So they will face the fact that, yeah, they can work from home, but for how long? And that is essentially the issue. Now, in Italy, what the, the, the government of Italy did was ask uh, banks, mortgage companies, car companies, and utilities to suspend payments because people can't work, they can't pay their bills. So while the government was saying, stay home, stay home, at least people felt like, okay, I can stay home, but I don't have to worry about paying my rent, utilities, right? We need to ask companies to do that here in the U.S. It's time. We need to ask companies in the U.S. to suspend payments so that workers are not adversely affected. This was not something that was caused by people. We see this too many times happening in, in cases of natural disaster where people have been dislocated, can't get back home, and then they don't have a job, and then they have to go somewhere else to start all over. Come on. The, 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 the trauma, the global trauma that we're all experiencing from these life hacks and these issues, it, it's unbelievable. That in itself is a pandemic. And if you think about it, you think about the catastrophic cost of what this lack of employment is going to do to people. It's going to send people over the edge. 
If you thought we saw deaths of despair before, imagine what's going to happen when people cannot pay their rent. In New York City and in San Francisco, they have suspended evictions. That means if they were our payments, suspend every darn thing because people are going to be displaced. And if the models are looking like what I see in Italy, even just listening to the folks from the CDC, just listen to what they have to say. Listen to what the World Health Organization is saying. These are officials who work in infectious diseases. These folks are not a fool. These folks know what they're talking about. They're trained. They have studied the data. They're scientists. They're social scientists. They're natural scientists. They have looked at it, and they have looked at populations and how this can impact populations. If they're saying this thing is going to be an eight-week thing, and after that, the fallout, the economic fallout is catastrophic, they're looking at it from a healthcare point of view. Employers are going to say, we haven't made any money in eight to nine to ten weeks in three months. We can't hire anybody. Do you see what I'm saying? The economic fallout is going to be catastrophic. And the federal government is injecting money into, into big businesses so the stock market won't plunge. Does anybody really understand how the stock market works? I mean, they tried to explain it to us. And we're still like, every time you think you have a handle on it, so if I buy enough stocks in this company and they trade on it, that'll make money. Every time you think you have a handle on it, they come out with something else. Anybody understands hedge funds and how those work, right? And why those are paramillionaires. I mean, like, they just make money. Is it real money or is it just paper money? Do they know something we don't know? Do you just create a lot of money and you, it just floats around and it shows up in your bank? So many workers are home and are looking at abject failure. What are these folks going to do? Is it, is it even afterwards? Are they going to be reemployed? Are rest of our workers going to be able to go back to work? Will people be working so they can eat out? Because the people who eat out are people who work, right? Uh, my, my, yesterday, you know, we've been cooking, I've been cooking more at home. I'm not happy because I don't know that I like cooking and, that, you know, I kind of, oh, well, I kind of thought I wouldn't have to cook so frequently anymore. Well, I've been cooking a lot. So my daughter said, you know what, I'm tired of home cooked food. I think I just want to take something different. And I said, there we go. We have this culture where if you want something to eat, but you don't have it at home, you can go to the nearest restaurant and buy it, right? <laughs> and now what, <laughs> right? So people are saying, well, I guess I'm going to live off my savings, but then you won't have any savings. Bottom out. People are going to take money out of their 401k just so that they can continue living. Bottoms out again. It, it's, and if you take money out of your savings, and money out of the four, your 401ks, that bottoms out the economy, doesn't it? Because that's the money, the money that is in banks. The money in your account is the money the bank has that the bank reports to and trades on that makes money off it. The money in your 401k is what they use to trade on and make money that you only made $15 dividends. So it's a pyramid. The people at the top make millions of dollars. I think they need to really tell us what really goes on at the stock exchange. I think they really need to tell us because it's crazy to me that some guy, you remember the WeWork guy, he just came up with this idea of renting out office space. So he would go rent the office space, then he would rent it out to you and I. And all of a sudden he had an IP offering. And I'm like, how the hell did he get to have an IP offering on such a loser idea? 
mean, it sounded like a great idea, and stuff, but he had no product, no commodity, right? And then I found out that he knew a lot of people. He knew he had family members and so on in banking and so on, so they knew how to get him to raise millions of, he was about to raise $100 million in capital. It's something that all of us perhaps need to, to, to look at. So now we're in this. This is it for us. This is ground zero. We are in it. This is not coming anymore. It's here. And in a matter of time, it's only a matter of time before we really see the full effect of it. There are many people right now who have the symptoms but don't know that you have it because apparently the symptoms take a while to manifest. Right? So before you start the coughing that you can't shake, because at first you think maybe my throat is dry. Maybe I need to drink some more water. Maybe I need to inhale eucalyptus oil or something. So many people are, are asymptomatic. They're carrying the symptoms, but notice. And you're going to be like, I thought you were all saying, oh, how come you're sending out foreclosure notice? Here in, in Wayne County, Michigan, the uh, Wayne County Treasurer announced on Monday that he was suspending foreclosures in, in, in Wayne County and in Detroit for the rest of the year. Because he said social distancing, and he said the economic impact of fallout is going to be tremendous. So they're suspending it for the rest of the year. Hello, somebody. That's compassion. That's something that other uh, other uh, other people in Oakland County, they pull the same measure. They said they won't carry on any evictions or any tax foreclosures. You can forget about that. They're not going to do that anymore, right? That's something that will level. You can't just leave the state governments to do that because these some of these things are impacted by federal law, right? So we need to ask, the federal government needs to ask employers, needs to ask loan companies, call a moratorium for 60 days and give them an effective date. Say, as of March the 1st or March 15th, don't expect any, and tell them when, for two months. So it gives people a chance to recover. So by the end of the two months, hopefully, you can call them and make arrangements and say, I didn't work. If the Treasury Secretary says unemployment is going to be at 20%, you know, even during the recession, it didn't get up to 20%. The last recession in 2008, it did not get up to 20%. I'm going to ask all of us. Now, it's going to come down to this. At the end of the day, we only have each other, right? We only have each other. So I'm going to ask those of you, those of us who can, I'm going to ask you to give. I'm going to ask you to start this time that you're at home working. Go look for organizations that are providing services in your community. Food banks, make a donation, right? Put it on your credit card because you, you're, you're not going to go for Starbucks anymore, right? So you can do that, right? Uh, organizations like mine, the Exodus Foundation that continues to provide services to human trafficking victims, go to my website, exodusfoundation.com, and make a donation. They're not going to accept anybody else. They've called a moratorium on who else comes in based on the new guidelines. Hi. It's happening. Right? Homeless shelters. Right? So think about that. So donate to organizations that are going, somebody has to take care of those people. They're living under tents. They're in, in tent cities, especially in places like San Francisco. That's why San Francisco had to shut the city down. San Francisco has the highest number of homeless people in the nation. 
those are mental or physical, they do have some form of physical manifestation of an illness. So we donate to organizations who help them. Donate to organizations who help foster kids. What about children who are aging out of the foster care system as we speak? They turn 18 and the foster care system kicks them out. They're going to be homeless. Donate to organizations that provide services then. Donate to organizations that feed the elderly, like Meals on Wheels. There are many elderly uh, senior citizens who rely on Meals on Wheels because they can't get up to cook. Would you believe it? They can't get up to cook. Most seniors can't stand for long periods to prepare a meal, so they end up just grabbing a can of something and heating it up in the microwave, and that's dinner. That's not nutritive. So they rely on Meals on Wheels that provides them with something. We can't come out of this. There is going to be hope. There is hope, and you are the hope. The hope is you, that the God in you is going to help those who are helpless. That the God in you is going to help those for some reason we can't support, who can't support themselves. It makes no sense to ask why. Just do it. Right? We have uh, friends and family who are incarcerated. If this virus runs rampant through those uh, facilities, which it usually does because prison is not the most sanitized place, right? And, and, and those conditions are rife. They're just like a petri dish. Remember when we were all in science lab and they would put stuff in the little petri dish? That's what some of those places are like. Donate to organizations who are providing services. So while you're sitting at home, well, just think about it. You don't have to buy lunch. Boom. And you don't have to go buy your coffee because you're at home and you don't really have to go out to eat and hang out with your friends. Well, that money that you would normally spend on your own entertainment, give a portion of that back to organizations that are helping the least, the, the least of us. Jesus said it like this. He said, if you do it unto the least of these, you're doing it unto me. So think of the rest of us as the least of us. Do it unto the least of us so that you help us to help those who can't help themselves. In a suburb of Detroit and drive downtown to go <laughs> to go to the, before the judge to advocate. She slipped and fell, and so her family had to say, okay, no. Her daughter pulled rank and said, no, 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 you're not going to do this anymore, right? Well, she was one of the first donors to the Exodus Foundation. Her neighbor had died, and they had an estate sale. And she felt that some of the items could have been donated. So I went to speak somewhere, and she opened the doors for me to meet one of my donors. You never know whose life you will be touching. Those folks, that lady who died, and that nine-year-old lady who's now in a senior care facility, you have no idea. They have no idea. I'm eternally grateful for what they have done, making herself useful, still finding ways to give back. It's a challenge for you and I now to look at, uh, to look at them and say, I'm not really doing anything. I really need to do something. So while you are sitting at home, think about what can you do to help others in need. Think about you yourself. What about you? Do you have a project that you want to get done? Now is the time to sit down and get your nonprofit registered. Get your consulting gig started. Develop your website, right? Start thinking about what you can do to impact the lives of others. Make a difference in someone's life. Sometimes it's not the money. Sometimes it's the satisfaction that you gain from knowing that you have made a difference in 
change someone's life. I can't begin to tell you one of the greatest things I've ever done to my children. Well, but I don't know about that yet. That, that, that's still up to the team. And if they hear this, they're probably going to be like, hmm, is that how you think about it? But think about it. The level of satisfaction you get from just being a human who helps another human. While we're looking at the big picture, while we're looking at everything else that could go wrong, how about we go right? Let's do the right thing. Help someone who is in need. So right there in your city, go find an organization that you can donate to. The Red Cross is going to get a ton of money, right? But how about starting right where you are in your city? Find an organization in your city that is helping the homeless, feeding children who are off school. It's all of us. We are in it. But we are together. And together, we're going to come out of this. Together, we are going to come out of this. We're going to learn lessons, but we're going to emerge. And we're going to be stronger. We're going to be more faithful. We're going to be more compassionate, more considerate, and more loving. Just think about the people whose lives are affected. Parents who have to stay home with children and feed them. Children eat a lot. You know when they're at home, the fridge door opens every five minutes. So all the food you bought, thinking it was good for four weeks, is done already. <laughs> Don't let Alex know. <laughs> I'm watching her. Right. I'm about to start counting trips to the refrigerator, putting people on 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 on. Help all of us. It's all of us. We're in it together. And for the love of God, we continue to wash our hands, practice social distancing, but pray. Pray for yourselves. Pray for all of us. Pray for our leaders who are appearing fearless. Pray for our state leaders, our city leaders, our county leaders. Encourage them. Send them a tweet. Tell them that you're praying for them. Let them know that we support you and we're praying for you. We don't know the fallout from this, who's going to have it and who is not. But I ask all of us to be mindful of all of us. It's a time when we come together and we pray. Go to my website, theexodusfoundation.com. Make a donation to help us continue to do what we do. Listen to more of our stories on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and wherever your favorite podcast platform is. As we go through this day, pray. Love and prayer and hope. There is hope. There is love after this. Thanks, everybody. Be blessed. Someday, 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 someday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.